0: Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friends give you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Shades, and in this episode of Major League Baseball Picks, along the prices that make for good bets using the predictive mathematical model I've built, affectionately known as Sideline, for games scheduled to be played on Thursday, July 20th, 2023. Check out the web page on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com new for some explanations and community rules. Remember, if you're interested in projections and picks for every single game, sign up on Dub Club. That link is in the show description. Costs under $1 per day. We get money line prices, run line prices, first fives, totals, numbers needed for A grades and B grades, exclusive access to our Discord chat, and lots of other goodies. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion of this show projects a typical game and does not try to forecast it to a t. Is that be a foolish and impossible goal? There are no right sides or wrong sides, or other prices where any side should be played. Whether using my model or someone else's, this is the probabilistic thinking that is going to be key to growing your bankroll over time. Instead of draining it, there are ups and downs, but it will balance out in the long run. It's just hard to foresee before it happens. In other words, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So while the long run profitability has been proven, winning every single day is an impossible reality for any gambler. Because Jared, good to have you back on. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, it's always more fun to have people on. And so I'm glad that we're able to get you and Jake on the show more often and and chat about baseball. Uh, For whatever reason, uh, you know, we're only picking a couple games here I'm only discussing mm-hmm. a couple games right if, if we talked about every game on a full slate we'd have like two hour shows which i know some of you some people would enjoy but which um, which i
1: think you may have tried at one point like last season or the year before
0: y- last season we did and like i did but for, for the full slate it was just me and i tried to like rush through the games as quick as possible they're like hour-long shows um yeah. with all the extra information about now it'd be like two probably um yeah. you know the, the downside of only talking about a couple games yesterday was a, a slightly down day for us overall. The downside when only talking about uh, a few of the games is that, you know, you get more variants. And uh, unfortunately, the two days that Jake was on this week, uh, those games that we talked about did not go well. So maybe you were the good luck charm coming on and the games that we talk about here on show uh, will go better. Uh, no, no pressure for you today.
1: Well, it, it can't be worse. So that, <laughs> that, that's what I'll say. So, yeah, like you said, no pressure.
0: It can't be worse, but that's the ups and downs, right? It's like when you, you and this is why, you know, I I personally, and and everyone has a little bit different view on this, but I kind of oscillate my personal thoughts, like, you know, it's more fun to play more games and kind of reduce some of that variance, right? right Where you yeah. don't have that. I just happen to pick the three games about one way or the other, uh, yeah. you know, but the downside is then I sometimes look and I see like how well, how much better the A players are than everything else. I'm like, what if I just play the A So I just kind of go back and forth between that, you know, it's like the pros and cons of having yeah. fewer games in your card or more games.
1: Yeah. I kind of view it as like, you know, investing in stock market. It's all about diversification. That, that's yes. kind of how I
0: view it. Yeah, Absolutely. It's a great point that sports betting and, and the stock market uh, should be viewed the same way, uh, <laughs> you know, in in my opinion. And, uh, you know, there is there is that balance you got to figure out between how much do you want to diversify versus how much are you focusing in on the yes. specific areas where you think you've got the, the highest ROI. And that's a tough, you know, tough question. Uh, yep. For every person, uh, we've got a good slate. Some games throughout the day, which will be good. I think, cousin Jared. I don't know if you did this on purpose, but you picked three games. You got one game early, one game in the middle, one game in the evening. So uh, it's it's a nice spread out slate for us. Uh, was that just I, an accident or what? Yeah,
1: that was an accident, but it works out well.
0: It works out really well. But before we get to that, some quicker reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free, and if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the Mob. College basketball, college football, or and this fall NFL content that this channel provides. You will see how I scale my picks in the Google Sheet with the season result set links in the show description. But as always, with the scaling with the picks, take what you like and leave the rest. 12.35 p.m. Eastern. Uh, starting off with the Giants, Reds, I think we've talked about this game every uh, every game of this series. The Giants have been you know good to us so far this season. Just fell short yesterday. Uh, and I likened them to last year's Mariners uh, yesterday. And I think that's a perfect analogy. Or It made so much money in the Mariners last year. They didn't win every single game in the back 100 or so. We did back on like 80 of the last 100 games or something, it feels like. And yeah. they probably won like 60 of those 80 or something. You know, they didn't go perfect, but they did really well for us. That's kind of how the Giants, are. you know, they couldn't quite get there yesterday, uh, falling short by one run. Uh, but they've still been really good to us overall today. Uh, you've got a warm one in Cincinnati. Uh, mid-80s for this game, approaching 90 by the time the game finishes. The wind, though, kind of blowing a little bit in, a little bit across. And in that ballpark, that's really going to matter. Kind of depending on which weather forecast you use on this, you could kind of convince yourself the wind's going to be a little bit helpful to the pitchers uh, or a little bit helpful to the hitters, and that really is going to matter a lot depending on where you're looking. You could swing the projected total by about a full run in this game. So that's something to keep an eye on there if you're betting – totals, uh, models projecting somewhere around 10 to 11 runs. The actual total is nine and a half. Uh, I could definitely be talking to going over nine, nine and a half. a little bit tougher, though, unless you have a better idea of exactly what the wind's going to be doing. With regards to the side, Alex Cobb and Andrew Abbott, you all know we love us some Alex Cobb here. 282 ERA. Underlying metrics uh, have it have him in the low threes. Maybe not quite that good, but very, very, very good pitcher here. And a guy I've long talked about as being underrated. Uh, Andrew Abbott for the Reds. 245 ERA, but the underlying metric suggests the ERA should be in the mid to low fours. I think he's better than average, but not by much. I think there's a pretty big gap here between these starting pitchers, even though the ERAs might not indicate it. Giants offense a little bit better, especially when you consider the Reds. Uh, Cousin Jerry, you and I were talking about this before we came on. The Reds have scored uh, a grand total of, I think, eight runs in five games if you remove the one game that got crazy. And even if you include that, they're still at three runs per game in the six games since the All-Star break. Talked about their offense really struggling Their relievers, of course, fall short compared to the Giants. We're going to be on the Giants again here, minus 117, gets us an A grade. Uh, With the updated projection this morning, anything better than minus 125 or better gets you an A grade. So you should be at an A grade kind of no matter where you're shopping. Obviously shop for the best price, but this should be a nice, comfortable A grade for anybody. Cousin Jared, what do you got for me on this one?
1: Yeah, I like the Giants here as well. You hit on the starting pitching discrepancy, which I agree that it's fairly heavily in favor of the Giants. Uh, you also hit on how the Reds have not been playing very well since after the All-Star break, having trouble scoring runs. I think that is a big part of it as well. And then the other thing I would say, I think the Reds are just being slightly overpriced based on the fact that they've been a really exciting team to watch for the yeah. past couple of months, especially since Ellie De La Cruz came up. So I, I think that's the number one thing here. I think that Reds are just getting too much respect. Definitely. I mean, they've been a much better team than any of us anticipated at the beginning of the season, for sure. But I think that's just gone kind of a little bit too much uh, in their favor. And I think it's just a little overpriced here. So I think there's value on the Giants.
0: The Reds have been a roller coaster of a team. I feel like there was a yeah, stretch when they started yeah. playing really well uh, where they were really undervalued. If you, and if you yeah. saw it and backed them, you did really well. Uh, but that's swung really quickly. They, they've been a really tough team, I feel like, to get a handle. I think they are the worst team, according to my profitability metrics, on the season mm. because of that. Because yeah. uh, early on, it was pretty ho-hum. They just weren't very good. And then they started playing really well, and it took yeah. a bit for the model to catch up. Uh, and then now they're really struggling again. So they've just been kind of a roller coaster of a team. Yeah. I have a really cold take on El De La Cruz, which is, He's not going to be the MVP this year. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, prospects come up and don't typically just like light the road on fire like for a full hundred games when they come up. That does happen yeah. occasionally, right? You do see it every once in a while. Uh, obviously what Corbin Carroll's done this year has been just phenomenal but yeah. i think part of uh, the red struggles here has been guys like Elliot la cruz here uh, you know and right before the all-star break started the struggle as well just you know and he, I think he's a really good player i'm not trying to say yeah. he's not right he's gonna be a great player it's just you know he came up and just lit the world on fire and ever since then you know has been just Kind of, you know, struggling a little bit more, which young guys do. That's totally understandable, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, he, he, we're seeing a lot how one guy can matter to offenses this year, which is so shocking. I'm yeah. not a u- usual believer that the data doesn't really back that up historically, but you're seeing it. You saw it with De La Cruz and the Reds. You see it yeah. with Jordan Alvarez and the Ashes. You definitely see it with Aaron Judge and the Yankees. And of course, yeah. I'm talking yeah. about some of the best sitters in the world, but I mean, it's just crazy how much some of these guys matter. To these offenses, uh, obviously, these Astros fans were, you know, Love holding him. our breath for Jordan to come back.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, which it feels like it's never going to happen. I don't know. It's like it's like waiting for Christmas, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It'll eventually get here. Well, no, the one that's never going to happen is Michael Brantley. But don't get me started on that.
0: Also, also true, and, and, and maybe not quite the same caliber, but still a very solid yeah, that would definitely help yeah. our, our our team out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, talked about those Mariners here, three forty p.m. Eastern. Going to play the last game of this series against the Twins. You've got a nice day in Seattle, probably going to open the roof up, make the ball fly a little bit more, slightly on the warmer side than usual, but not by much. It should be a very nice day. It's just typically that, you know, at night they open the roof and you're talking about more in the in the low 60s. This game should be more in the mid 70s. So a little bit of a boost to runs based off of that. Pablo Lopez and George Kirby, if it wasn't for the weather, this would be a for sure under, but just giving a little bit of extra boost to the ball flying, uh, that's going to that's gonna matter a little bit. Both of these guys guys have projections that are pretty similar Pablo has been a little bit more unlucky this year. His ERA is almost a full run higher than Kirby's but otherwise they project pretty similarly both project very well uh if you look at those ERAs and think that Kirby's the better pitcher sideline actually thinks that Pablo's the better pitcher not by much uh but then once you get past that while the Mariners bullpen is incredible uh I even know words about the Mariners. I feel like that's the, that's my whole preview of this yeah. game is the Mariners. Yeah. I, um, I I I feel like we need to have like a, a, a funeral for the Mariners, uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a similar to as ashes fans, right? Remember the the one back in the day with Carlos Beltran and his glove? Uh, yep. They had the, the, the ceremony of burial. Yep. Uh, y, you know, we needed the mariners. I just they were so good to us last year, and this year they just keep breaking my heart. Last night, yeah. Um, you know, we got them for the first five under, which was nice and easy. They they come back in, and and in general, and I want to talk about this with the pick here. I'll, I'll wrap back around to this later. In general, with the Mariners, you kind of have been. It's been a situation where if you're backing them, you want to play them full game, and if you've been fading them, you want to fade them first five because how so good that bullpen is. And that's how the edges have really split. The models picked up on that. Um, last night, it kind of played out like that. The Twins had the first five pretty easily. The Mariners come back. They're down one run in the eighth inning. Going to the bottom of the ninth, they've got literally one, two, three up in the lineup, and they decide to throw a pitcher who's thrown as many pitches in A as our daughters have, Um, <laughs> and uh, sure enough, gives up a two-run home run, and that's the ball game. And it's so it's like uh, I just don't even know what this Mariners team. I'm yeah. so disappointed. I'm heartbroken. They were so they they were just they were our our, our boys last year, and this year, um, I just I cannot we're on the twins uh yeah, <laughs> plus 120 yeah. uh jumped on it last night i don't know about you cousin jared for me when i saw that there was a b grade on the twins last night i was kind of like run don't walk because the model just has to love the mariners from last year
1: right right so it was
0: kind of like oh the model saying fade the mariners let's go i i, yeah. I don't know I, the mariners will probably win this game because that's how the world works but yeah, i mean did yeah. you have the same thought as i did which was like mariners fading the models let's let's get this one
1: yeah, def- definitely. It caught my eye that the the twins were were the pick by sideline here. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I've talked about it uh, you know, a f- handful of times this year with Mariners. I think one of my most disappointing teams of the season coming into the season as an AL West fan, I would have thought that the Mariners would have been a lot better. They were the number one team that I was worried about going yeah. into the season uh, uh, above the, the Rangers. You kind of mentioned on Pablo Lopez being a little unlucky. I, I, I want to look at George Kirby. George Kirby's been really, really good this year. But his whip keeps increasing slightly, slightly, and he's not missing a ton of bats. He's only averaging about three-fourths of a strikeout per inning or something, which for a pitcher that has been as good as he has been, you would have expected that number to be higher. And just based on what we've seen in baseball this season, if you're not missing bats, I think it's eventually going to, to catch up with you. So talking about Pablo Lopez being a little unlucky, I think George Kirby, as much as I like him, he's still a very good pitcher. I think he's been a little bit lucky. And so the fact fact that i can get a disappointing team the mariners and fade them at plus 120 i'm i'm all about that i think the the twins like you said this was a run don't walk for me
0: yeah and uh, i talked about the first five situation and up until now that's been the case where it would have been fade the mariners first five don't mess with their bullpen as good as it is that last night throwing a kid from double a you know aside um today i ran the numbers and the edge on the twins was a full letter grade maybe letter grade and a half worse on them in the mm. first five the split on this one was drastically different mm. uh it's like the sports books took them about a couple weeks here over the last couple weeks that the that sideline's been figuring it out but uh kind of finally caught up and is really starting to maybe shift that situation so something to keep an eye on here uh with the mariners you know that bullpen edge is like the bullpens are kind of figuring if the books are kind of figuring out that's where it's at maybe the first five fading them won't be as profitable. Maybe like. The this and just go full game uh, like we're doing here. Um, Cousin Jared, I feel like uh, I would be remiss if I did not talk about the fact that we've been doing player props, and these are the number one and number two most teams that are striking out in baseball this season. Of course, the books know that that's mm. built into the numbers, but I did look mm-hmm. into that uh, for a player prop. I've got what I like better uh, going to the next game, but I did look at that and thought mm. uh, there's a lot of strikeouts in this series. Neither one of these teams. Mm. Um, making a lot of know, contact. I've,
1: yeah. So what? Neither, neither team making a lot of contact.
0: Neither team making a lot of contact. When they do, it's kind of all or nothing. For the, for the twins, that's kind of okay because when the guys have been hitting, uh, they've been hitting uh for the mariners it's kind of been a problem because yeah. they've they've, they have, it's, they've been striking out a lot and then when they haven't been striking out they still are not hitting very well uh yeah. again uh, very disappointing team for the mariners uh but moving on to our last game where i do have that player prop for you here coming at the in orioles and the rays obviously playing this one in a dome slightly pitcher friendly ballpark kyle gibson tyler glass now gibson um, you know, at this point, just very ho hum. It seems like everyone kind of knows what you're getting from a very average pitcher. Model gives him a 99 rating at 100 is average. Probably slightly unlucky with a slightly inflated ERA this season, but it's it's just pretty run of the mill ho hum. You kind of know what you're going to get from him. You know, a solid five to six innings. It seems like uh, very average pitcher, which is not going to bode well against this Rays offense, which is really good. Tyler Glass now model still loves him. His ERA is dropping, but model thinks the model thinks it sh- should drop even more. His underlying metrics suggest it should be around three. Uh, a guy that I've been. Loving and continue to want to back. We're going to be on the raise here at minus 175. It's a B grade pick. Anything minus 184 or better as a B grade, minus 169 or better as an A grade. Model says the raise win about two out of three times, and the price should be right around minus 200. Projected totals 8.3. Model says, uh, or model says 8.3, actual totals 8.5. So, pretty well priced total, in my opinion. Uh, a great series here, Oils and Rays, battle yeah. for the top of the ALEs, probably under the radar, not your sexiest teams yeah. you know, coming into the season. But uh, feels like a must-watch four-game series here. Cousin Jared, what do
1: you got for us? I was about to say, it may not be sexy to you. It feels pretty sexy to me <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you like good baseball. Uh, so I, I feel like I, I come on here and I say the same things quite often, but I hope that gives you some insight into kind of how I view things and kind of how I have my processes and everything. This is the biggest starting pitching mismatch on the board for today and so and it's the it's the race at home I'm, i mean come on new I, I don't know what more you need based off what you've seen this season from glass now and the Rays playing at home i mean yes the orioles are very good they've won a bunch of games that we probably thought they they wouldn't have won through various circumstances but playing the Rays, this i don't think this is one of those games going to be glass now so i think that he he is just he's he's just too he's too good i mean he's one of the best pitchers in in baseball you see see him and spencer strider going going today to guys that have uh, sideline has ranked with a, a number in the sixties, which is better. Lower is better. Um, and so, I mean, I, I'm not going to pass up the opportunity to uh, back a, a pitcher as good as him.
0: And, of course, uh, you, you mentioned Spencer Strider, a little, little nugget for people right there. Of course, he's facing uh, Zach Gallen, uh, Cousin Jerry, you, you, are, are, you, are you still debating dropping a total for our Discord people on that game? Are you still? Yeah, debating? yeah,
1: definitely still still looking into it. Y'all can expect something here pretty soon is what I
0: Okay, say. all right. So a little a little bonus if you're listening to Discord again, if you are not yet. Links in the show description to sign up there on dub club uh you know the Orioles have, have done so well because of their bullpen uh so if this game is tight late uh, you know you're gonna get a little scared the race need to get out early they should get out early if you want to play first five as of right now the edge on the full game in the first five is identical uh, so if there's something you're interested in, drop a little bit on that first five, mainly because you don't really want it to be tight late. If so, uh, right. you, you know, you, you might be in a little bit of trouble there. I want to go ahead and cash out early on that first five. You can get better odds if you if you have them to win or at least just take the push if it happens to be tight and just get out of dodge if, if that's the way it plays out. So you got that option. I looked at the run line as well. Big favorite. The run line edge on the raise is a little bit smaller. As of now, the numbers move here. We record this show. There's a lot of movement in lines, kind of basically as we're recording this show. And so I t- try to run things early, get a feel for it. I run it the night day before, right before, etc. Running in the morning, and then I kind of re-update it here once I get done recording and make a you know a second round of picks for people on Dub Club. But that's the benefit of getting the cheat sheet, all the prices needed for A grades on first fives. Run lines, etc., is that you can kind of track that movement, shop around, and see what you like for now. And 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 who knows if this is going to be the case in three hours? Right now, my thought would be first five or money line run line a little bit worse, but that could easily change. And the run line isn't that much worse; it's just you know a little bit more of a uh, you know less advantageous situation than just laying it, even though it is a little bit of a price. A player prop for you here, Kyle Gibson, under five and a half strikeouts. Cousin Jared, I'm going to give you a little bit of a statistics quiz here. Uh, if you can see here, this is Kyle Gibson strikeouts. He has gone under this number 80 percent of the time. Why this is minus 150 uh, right now on FanDuel is kind of beyond me. Mm. Uh, I assume uh, I, at DraftKings and one of the other places that that outlier pulse camera tournament was. Is in the minus 180s. I assume FanDuel's gonna jump it up. Maybe by the time you see this, which is why I dropped the note to the Discord. I said, Hey, y'all, this is the prop of the day. Get it at FanDuel minus 150 before it goes up. Uh <laughs> this number should be four and a half. It's completely mispriced by a full run. You could see if it was a four and a half here, he'd at least get to five. Uh little bit of a statistics quiz for you though here if you'll notice these numbers we would look at what his performance has been this season and we would call this a right skewed distribution right skewed meaning it has a longer right tail cousin jared uh one of the things that we talk about in statistics it's it's on the first exam that i give to my students every semester mm-hmm. is if you have a right skewed distribution mm-hmm. is the mean greater or less than the median? Do you know the answer to this question? It's, I we haven't talked about this. So this I'm literally putting you on the spot. Do you know well, if the yeah, mean is greater course. than or of, less than the
1: median? Well, of course, the the mean is, is greater than the median because the it's going to be skewed higher based on these outlying higher numbers that would be at the right.
0: Absolutely, well done. You get you get an A for today, cousin Jared. Okay. Uh, and nice. you can see this right so just distribution. Is two times he got to 11 strikeouts. One of those recently uh, against the Twins, who we talked about earlier. The yes. highest, <laughs> most most strikeout team in in baseball, yeah. and so what happens is when you look at the averages, average strikeouts look a little bit higher, but you know in. Gambling, we actually don't care about the average. Surprisingly, we care about the median. Why? Because the median is what separates the top 50% from the bottom 50%. We can, are concerning ourselves with percentages and probabilities. So it's kind of a misnomer there. We talk about averages a lot in statistics, and I'll just give this brief little why we do that. In statistics, it's because the mathematical properties of the mean are easier to work with. So we use a lot of averaging. It's easier to find, it's easier to work with. There's a lot of things we can do with it. But in, in, in sports betting, the median actually is more useful, and this is a greatest situation. Why, when you look at Kyle Gibson, you should be looking at his median number of strikeouts, not his mean. The mean's a little bit inflated because of those 11s. I don't know why this is five and a half. It should be four and a half. We're going to go under five and a half at minus 150. Uh, the Rays are, you know, a good offense. He could Gibson could get run pretty early. Even if he doesn't get run early, you look at those numbers four or five is probably where he's going to land under four and a half. A really strong bet, cousin Jared. Uh, after you've aced that quiz, do you, do you have anything uh, else to say for yourself?
1: I've been playing a lot of Immaculate Grid recently <laughs> it's fun if if you want to know how much you don't know play Immaculate Grid I, I have actually not
0: uh, played that yet i I've, I've seen it on Twitter a lot people talking about it
1: you you may not you may not be the person that that's applicable to because with your mind in baseball you can probably remember the random players that have played for some of these teams but uh, <laughs> it's
0: very it's yeah, very it's, possible it, I, I I've heard that if you know random middle like journeyman relievers, that you're going to do really well. So oh, yeah! Apparently, yeah, like apparently, if you don't yeah. know, just just type in like Octavio Dotel, and you're like fifty fifty on getting it right. I feel
1: well, awesome. yeah. Or um, shout out to to Landon Parker. Uh, Fernando Rodney is a Fernando good one. Rodney, uh, yeah. Or if you want to throw out uh, maybe the best one ever, Edwin Jackson. Yes, Uh, there's there's a lot of them that that you can throw out there like that.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, you can sign up at outlier uh, dot bet slash professor. When I do this in the morning, it does. It doesn't show the expected value. Uh, that sort of thing on screen. It's like they haven't gotten in their system quite yet, but that was a plus expected value pick according to Outlier. A little bit later in the day, it'll show up uh, with their exact metrics on that. Uh, So you can kind of get all those good plus expected value picks. Uh, They integrate, again, they bring in all that information from the big four domestic sports books. You can shop around. You can see all that data. uh, A great service to have. If you play player props, outlier.bet slash professor gets you a free seven day trial. And uh, if you are not already playing Daily Fantasy, Thrive Fantasy, uh, is an official partner of Picture of the Professor where you can pick an entire lineup of players, enter in a contest, or just pick a couple props, parlay them together. And if they all win, you win. New users that use the promo code Sides or the sign-up link in the show description get a 100% instant first deposit match up to $250. So sign up today and take advantage of some free money. Cousin Jared, that's all we've got today. Any parting words for the viewer?
1: No parting words today. I think we're like sub 30, sub 40 days until college football season starts off. I think we're about 35 or so. So It's going to be here sooner than you think. I did mention to Mrs. Professor, I was like, you know,
0: August 1st comes and I've really got to get working back on the football models. I've been focusing on the baseball stuff, uh, all the tweaks, all the additions, yeah. uh, trying to format some stuff just to get it again, a little bit easier to digest for, for the viewer, uh, all the extra stuff we're dropping into dub club. Uh, but I was, I was like, August 1st, I've got to really shift gears. And whatever I've got for baseball, it is, we're going to yeah. write it out. And hopefully, you know, it's a bit, the A grades have been working. Uh, the totals have been working. Uh, you know, we're up to about, we're up to a little over 3% ROI on the totals this year and on the A grades, the A plus play of the day, even higher. Right. And so we're chugging along slow and steady, making our money in baseball. And when we get to August 1st, it's just going to be, that's going to be what we're working with. And I've got to get to the football models again and, and get that going
1: music to my ears. (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly it was you working on a model that i get to benefit from is music to my ears fair fair. it was not music to mrs professor's ears she dreads
0: the fall because i like yeah. am dead to her on saturdays it's yeah, you know yeah. it's uh it's a different world but uh, all yeah. right well that's then all we've got thanks for tuning in to this episode of Picture with the professor don't forget to subscribe so you can enjoy all the sports betting content provided on this channel is dropped right into your feed be back again tomorrow with more baseball betting content but until then as always best of luck and remember I think you're betting money, but please don't bet you're eating money.